So we're drinking the gin and tonic. Yeah, we are. We're in the we're back in the shop, and we're going to do what is going to be the first in the series of waffle fests. Winging it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So should we fess up? Uh, well, I don't want to put people off. No. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be top notch chat, okay. but it is. There isn't a theme this week. That's what. That's what I want yeah. to say. We don't have. We're experimenting with a new format, sure. Which is known as we didn't. We <laughs> run out of time to think of anything to talk yeah. about. <laughs> We've been working very hard, and we haven't had any time to prepare anything. So we're just going to talk and mm-hmm. see what happens. Okay. And maybe people will prefer that rather than such a rigid formula. Who knows? Yeah. I'm sure the people of Japan will. I, I haven't message. even had a chance, to be honest with you, to even well, look you know, at. Um, the, the, all the emails of us sift through. Yeah. Well, exactly. All the emails from our Japanese but, fans. I mean, there'll be a backlog. We'll just do it next week. That's not a problem. Um, okay, so hi everyone. Welcome to the Fell Rockstar Club podcast. There you I go. This. I don't know. Yeah, some things are the same. Podcasts that this week we're going to be winging it. Yep. The winging it episode. We might talk. We'll definitely talk about music. We'll definitely talk about our own mental health, mm-hmm. and perhaps that can be helpful to yours. And we'll we maybe we'll talk about fashion. Our Christmas. You never know. Yeah. Well, that's exactly. Okay. So, um, where are we in all that? So, yeah, of course. So, I'm Jez. That's Steve. You can't see me pointing, but the other voice that isn't this one that's talking right now—that's Steve. You probably were. I'm wearing a big woolly hat and some fake fake glasses. You are. Yeah. You look. I don't want to. What's the? uh, Where's Wally? What's the correct term? (laughs) Uh, Mental. <laughs> Wanker. I uh, wear glasses like that. Flossie, Easy. she said, I look like, where's Wally? Okay. Well, it's just the glasses, isn't it? And uh, Oh, no, he does wear a stripy hat. Yeah. He's wearing a stripy hat. Is that the hat you used to wear on tour and you'd like cover your face with? No, but it's a similar vibe. Yeah. Similar what did you used to call that hat? Is it a special name? Oh, oh Mr. Stink. <laughs> Mr. Stinker. Mr. <laughs> Stinker. Yeah, my hat. Yeah. So yeah. when we used to be on tour, because it's difficult to get any sleep ever, isn't it, really? It's difficult. You have to try well, and grab situations where you can find them. Yeah, sometimes you're you're just on a cold floor or a... In the back of a van. Yeah, the surface of a van. Or on a bench. sound check or something, Bench maybe. in the back of a stinky music venue. Yep. So I, I opted for the woolly hat pulled, over, down. pulled down over the face. And yep. I was like, I've got a sign to say, I'm trying to sleep now. Yeah, don't talk to Steve. Because I never washed react. it. It, it, it earned itself the nickname, the Mr. Stink, the Stinker. <laughs> it certainly did. Yeah, Mr. Stink, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Do you still have that hat? No. It oh, was... it had to be put down. Hmm. Don't know what happened to it, actually. Hopefully, it went to some kind of decontamination but you, chamber. But what did you think of those times? Like, when you were on tour, how did you find, how did you grab those minutes, those restful minutes? I never did. did. I couldn't... You didn't sleep in the van? No. Well, I could sleep in the back of the van, like in the, you know, head against the window. Yeah. 
but once we were out somewhere, I couldn't sleep like during sound check or like just in the venue because I was sort of the nerves were slightly kicking. And you, you, stuff stuff was happening. You think you might miss out on something? Basically, you, can't, you couldn't switch off. Yeah, I couldn't switch off. My mind was racing. Yeah, which is still still a problem to this day. The only time that I can ever remember really sleeping deeply was the time we were in Scotland and we, we me and you had to sleep in the back of the van mm-hmm. and the next day everyone else slept in some hotel or something the next day everyone oh, yeah. drove up to um, Orkney Islands for a gig yep. and because we were still in the back of the van overnight everyone just got in the van couldn't have to leave early yep. so we were basically still in bed yep. and I remember just falling asleep and sleeping properly sleeping deeply that because that night they did they by the sounds of it they had a pretty lively night of partying and drugs and whatnot in that they? house from what I remember yeah and we just went to bed we just and we just yeah we slept in the van yeah, but we, I don't think and this, this is going to sound bad but I don't think there was anyone at, at that party that I was thought oh yeah I'm missing out on something here do you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying you just you read between the lines there. Yeah. <laughs> I was happy to just sleep in the van yeah and then carry on sleeping until we hit the border yeah or the ferry. Yeah. Which we were then late for. But most of the time, I, mean, I couldn't sleep very well. Like, even with Mr. Stink, it's like you're just sitting up and it's really uncomfortable and it's just impossible to sleep, really. You just grab times where you can't, or you try to grab restful times, I guess, yeah. and just let your mind rest. Because sometimes just lying there, switching off your mind and doing nothing is almost as good as sleep. It's not the same, but yeah. rest. Is that what you tell yourself when you're suffering from, like, um, what do they call it? Not. Um, when you can't sleep insomniac sleep. oh yeah insomnia yeah, yeah. Um, when you just say oh at least I'm just resting my body but yeah it's not you, the same. you maybe get micro sleep or yeah, whatever it's rubbish though, isn't it? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 tell yourself what you want yeah do you remember that time when we went out in Camden on a flying mission yeah and that was one of those nights where you went off and slept with someone Jamie was <laughs> left with someone and I was left not sleeping with someone but having to find somewhere to sleep Remember that? No. And I slept around some random house. Didn't get literally any sleep. I think I ended up like in bed with five people. Nothing funny going on. Yeah. That's where your mind's like gone. Ruben. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in fact, a couple of them were complete twonks, but I didn't get any sleep. And then the next day we were doing the same. We were going out flying again, yeah. stupidly. <laughs> so we we took flying very very seriously. Okay. And then, and then I had to have a little sleep in a pub. Do you remember that? In the yeah, wasn't it? Oh yeah, in the uh, hog, in, Hogshead. In the Camden. Hogshead in Camden. Yeah, yeah. opposite the uh, Dublin Castle. Yeah, yeah. almost opposite. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I just I couldn't like my body was on shutdown. I couldn't. Did you do it? Did you sleep? I, yeah, I had a little sleep just at a, pu- a table in a pub. <laughs> really weird. I suppose it didn't front out really. Yeah, I know. Because I'm pretty sure you two left me alone. You were like off having drinks with. Oh, right. Like socialising. I'm freaking knackered, though. Oh, that... Was that? Yeah, that you time we just, both of us were just knackered. Maybe. Maybe you two were sort of half... I imagine I probably was knackered. <laughs> Sounds like I would have been. Well, up all night, I'd have thought. But, yeah, they, I just slept in a pub. They were funny Good times. Days. Good yeah. times. <laughs> Couldn't do that now. Fuck that. Yeah, just thought of that. Like, what? No. Just makes you feel like, oh, God, well, get me to my you bed. when you were young, when you were early 20s. Yeah, you just... feel invincible, you feel immortal, you feel like you can just cope with anything. Even... Although mm. it turns out I couldn't, I had to have a sleep in a pub. That's <laughs> mm. how rock and roll I was. But there you go. But that was one of the things that in the early days before the internet, mm. that's one of the ways that we kind of really got ourselves out there and known. Yeah. In Camden and London was by we used to create these CDs, like and hand them out, just do hundreds and hundreds of CDs with the covers being the flyer for the next gig. Yeah. 
and just went around. Just, just hoped that people would go out, home, and put them out, out, and handing them out, getting drunk and meeting people, meeting yep. people, handing them out, and it definitely worked, didn't it? Because yeah, it, well, we would meet people who said, "Oh, yeah, I got your CD. Yeah, I listened to it. We actually listened to it." And, yeah, you know, and people would come sometimes they turn up at the gigs, gigs, yeah, and sometimes you got to know them and you created, a, you became part of the kind of it's just scene sort of, of camping. Yeah, it's by kind of making, increasing that web of people that you know and kind of yeah. Yeah. And through that, we got more popular at gigs and that sort of stuff, which was like a launchpad, I think, for how we, I would say successful, but like how we kind of like got the name out there. Yeah, it definitely helped. At least. It's, so it's, it's, what, is, what is now the equivalent of doing that? Messaging people, it's Twittering like, and Instagram and joining communities. But when you when you've got that actual face-to-face contact, how do you persuade people to... Because we only put like little, it was little snippets, wasn't snippets, it? It wasn't like even the, the whole ver- track. It was like, like the verse and the chorus, is yeah. Sort of thing, wasn't it? Hit them with the chorus within a minute. Yeah. Boom. Next thing you know, it they're at your gig. It's just, I think, social media is like the key now, isn't it? I it's suppose. like how you become an influencer. You know, how, how you be by playing shows, getting people to follow you, and being sp- active. I suppose mu- music videos in that sense, you share them on. Yeah, if if you can get somebody within the first, mm-hmm. if something something interesting visually, then. We'll grab them, then they're hearing the, the song, and then I guess then, well, you've, then you've got them. It's like how do you create any kind of feed as a business or relationships by making the effort, like sending little video messages, sending, um, I don't know, just being active and actually giving mm. a shit, I guess, and making con- making the point of having contact with fans until you get to a certain stage and that gets taken out of your hands. And it's because we did like we sort of used that same. Uh, concept with the shop, didn't we? Mm-hmm. we? Like we, Steve is obviously from Colchester, where the shop is. I'm not, but he, you know, he hadn't lived there for 20 years before. Well, 15 years, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. Yeah, 20, yeah. I uh, left when I was 18. So, other than your family, we had no real contacts in Colchester. So we turned up here, you know, a good few months before the shop was opening, and just went out and met people, didn't we? Yeah. Net- networked yeah except we made a point we made, a, we made a point didn't we of like meeting or trying to meet influencers or in we thought who we thought at the time yeah, influencers <laughs> yeah. in Colchester looking back actually this is this is kind of an interesting side conversation but do you think do you think that had any impact no do you think we met the wrong people or do, how do you think, look back on that I think that we just we had to start somewhere so it was a nice start it had no impact but it was a starting point and everyone needs a starting point mm-hmm and so the people that were most important were the people the people that were coming into the shop and to it, spreading the word like the young people that's how it got out not so and so from the vintage fair or mm. so and so who worked in a marketing DJ DJ at a club once yeah it's that was here or there it's not like, and knowing that now but that to start somewhere we didn't have anything you know and we also went out handing out flyers and we had, went out meeting people didn't we and we met like yeah I suppose because our key customers are students and young people, we and it tends to be more like GCSC students. Yeah. Like we didn't, <laughs> since we'd say we didn't have access to those people, yeah. we didn't. But we didn't. It's not like we could college go kids. into the sixth form college yeah. and. Well, that's how we got. You know, because the word got round very quickly. Like it doesn't culture of anything new. Mm. It, it's all about word of mouth in a small mm. town, and so. We they knew it was coming because we had the things in the window. We were like promoting on Instagram. We were starting to get followers. We were starting to talk about what we were doing, etc., etc. When we'd already had like thousand-ish kind of people before we even opened. I remember when we first did. Do you remember that night we first did a Facebook ad? 
and we started getting loads of there was one I remember that one night no. when I was at your parents' house and yeah. we started getting loads of followers on Facebook. Okay. I was I was remember that. No. It felt like oh, it's happening. Yeah. I mean, little did I know that was meaningless. But yeah. <laughs> but what what happened was the word went out around college, and then you opened the doors that Saturday. We opened and it was busy Saturday. Yeah. But then that next we opened in. I forget when we opened now. Twenty third of November. November and that lead up till Christmas was fucking busy every day. Yeah. Because the word was getting around mm-hmm. really quickly. And everyone's curious, aren't they? Yeah. Kind of... The word of mouth, kind of telling. Like we all say that half the times that people find out about their shop is through word of mouth from their mm. friends um, and that's why it's really important to be kind to people because that if you knob then that also gets around as well yep. um, but I always, I always think as well that the kids that were coming in when we were seven, seven years ago are now 23, 24 yeah, have all gone through uni and now settling down getting married yeah they look like grown-ups. Yeah, they're grown-ups. Because <laughs> we still follow a lot of them on Instagram. It's so weird when you see them and you knew them as... And obviously, you know, we got pretty... They don't come in anymore because they've kind of moved on. Yeah, well, some of them, a lot of them don't live here. Yeah. And even if they do, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, their life doesn't revolve around going shopping on a Saturday and yeah. or hanging out or here. Or used to. But then the kids that are coming in now are the kids that were seven years ago who were just starting secondary yep. school. So they've grown up with this shop. And so it's like you always, I always ask, are they just, do they take you for granted or not? In theory, you should have more people coming in because they've known it since they've grown up with it. Their bro- older brothers and sisters have said about the shop and that sort yep. of thing, you know. I mean, you always sort of get the impression they get to a certain age and then they become cynical about the whole. I don't just know. Colchester in general. Yeah, like I, think start, it, I think it is. Yeah, it's you get to 17. You, you get start to your second, at London and kind of your second year of sixth form, I think, is when it's like the first year yeah. of sixth form is all excited. Yeah. Second year of sixth form is when it starts kicking in. That yeah, because you're shit. the you've then got the lower six to sort of look down on, and you feel like, oh, you're going there. Yeah, and that's you, so obvious. Yeah, and then you get this whole like, I'm going to move to going to university to yeah. Brighton and all that sort of places, and then it the the big wide world becomes starts becoming an option. Well, that's like it's funny you should mention that because uh, do you remember our Christmas song? Christmas time in Colchester, Essex. Mm-hmm. That's kind of about that uh, concept about how we would meet people uh, in Colchester, and then they'd all go off to. It, the lyric in the song was Brighton, London, or Bombay, the UEA, yeah. or Bombay, or Bombay. Got a little mention because they seem to be the three. Not Bombay, but <laughs> Bright, everyone wanted to go to Brighton, London, or Norwich. That yeah. seemed to be the yeah. And it was it was kind of painful because you you know they'd all be like oh no I can't wait to get out of Colchester yeah. and you're like oh well I fucking live here and I'm, my business is here, so I'm not going anywhere yeah. stop saying it off all right yeah and you get a little bit sad because you know mm. they're but going away it's, it's kind of like your kids leaving home it's this yeah it totally is and it's this kind of natural rite of passage then you start seeing them coming back at Christmases yeah they'll come in and see you. And then they start to get a bit like, oh, actually, I like coming back because it reminds me of... Yeah, and they also say stuff like, oh, actually, your shop is really good because... Yeah, relative you, to what I've seen, yeah, seen elsewhere. And uh, relatively to how much you give a shit about us mm. because you don't have that in any other shops. It's true. That's always nice to know, but you can't tell anyone. You can't... They need to find out for themselves. There's no yeah. point in you saying, oh, you'll, you'll regret it or I told you so. Yeah, have, You can't, there's nothing. You just have to accept that they mm. move on and then the next generation come through and you have to start working hard to kind of make them feel good. Yep. And so, yeah, it starts again. Your work starts again. But, and you can't judge at all because we went through the exact same thing. Like, we, mm. you, you with Colchester, do you, do you remember actually ever feeling 
Oh, I can't wait to get off course. Probably, I can't remember now. I probably said it. I certainly. Thought, I definitely said. I, I definitely I said I was never going to come move back here. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're early twenties and you're having fun and you're doing whatever you like, you know. But obviously, and are these kids will do the same. I bet you. Yeah, of course. There are some of them will start moving back. So yeah, some of them will be like, I'll never move back to Colchester. Yeah. But then they'll realise, like maybe they'll have kids, yeah. and they realise, well, their network of support is here, yeah. and it'll be much easier if you live near your parents. Trust me, because yeah. I don't live near mine and. It's difficult mm. finding people to babysit. But, yeah, and also just knowing the place as well and realising yeah. it's not as bad as you thought it was when you start actually invest. And you can totally understand it. If you only know one place, then of course you want to look around and you've got of the course. opportunity to do it. And compare and, you know, mm. you know, broaden the mind, all mm. that stuff. I get yeah, it, but you know, there's no backyard. place like home. Yeah. You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Elf Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Peace out, mother crushers. But speaking of uh, Christmas songs, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, you should look up, it's available on the, uh, the YouTubes. That Christmas song, Christmas time in Colchester, Essex. Yeah. But we've been, we tend to do a Christmas video every year for, I mean, I suppose, do you remember, did we have a conversation about it? Was it was just a thing that we said. What the fuck, I can't remember why we decided to do it. Because we did the E17 one first, yeah. right? Yeah. So we did E17 Stay Another Day. We just kind of did a past, well, not even a pastiche. It was basically a shot for shot. Yeah. <laughs> shot for shot remake of their video. And then I guess well, we thought. Uh, it, it went down well. It went down well, so we thought. We, can we, do sh- we should do this every year. We should do this every summer as well, which we never did. Yeah. Because it's too hard, that's like hard work. Yeah, it is. I mean, we do. It may seem slapdash, <laughs> but actually, sadly, a lot of work goes into it. Yeah. Like, we've, we've been shooting some this morning. Yeah. And it's kind of, it eats into the, the yeah. actual work that we have to, the proper work we have to do. Why we um, prepared anything for this. Yeah. But then, yeah, so then the year after we did that song, Christmas Time in Culture Essex, an original composition. Yeah. Uh, which we worked on with Ben, who's been on the podcast before. He sort of, I went and took him a song, and he was in his first year of uni, and he was sort of into yep. producing stuff, and he, he said he'd help out, and so we kind of recorded it there, and that was fun. That was a nice day day out. Yep. And then we made... Because that one was about culture, so that went down really well, because it was sort of... That's one of the most successful successful things we've done. Yeah. yeah. We only done three, then? No, because then last year there was mouth... Mouth trumpet, yeah, three, and then yeah, this three, one. and then this one, yeah. So that, yeah, then last year we did one, sort of controversial one in many ways. It was just a pretend album. We sort of made an advert for a, a pretend album of Christmas songs, but performed on the mouth trumpet, hmm. and which maybe didn't quite hit the mark. But I enjoyed. 
yeah, it was a sort of Reeves and Mortimer partridge hmm. mashup. Yeah, I think people enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I watched it back the other day. Problem, I, problem I is that the, the coaster one was so was so good. That yeah, it almost hard, felt like it's any, hard yeah. to it's hard to keep up with that. Top that, yeah. yeah. But we'll keep trying. Yeah, and yeah, and so we've tried again this year. <laughs> Yep. And so this this year's song uh, is kind of about how shit a year it's been, 2020, and that Christmas sort of brings everyone together. And at least for one day, we can sort of forget our differences and just forget what shit year it's been and have a nice time and then, you know, move on. That's what it's meant to be about. Mm-hmm. And so we've been shoot, yeah, shooting a video most... Weeks for the last weeks. yeah two three weeks, weeks yeah. yeah we've got one more one more scene definitely tomorrow and then we'll see after that but I think we we think we kind of then Fred it's a wrap and then we can edit it hopefully and then Freddie yeah can edit it and then you'll see if he needs any mm. extra shots yeah but I'm confident it's going to be good Freddie usually pulls it you're sort of like I don't I can't envision how this is going to look and then he sends you an edit and you're like oh yeah it makes sense mm. but it's quite a high concept this one mm. Steve Steve's concept. Which is really good. It was a really good idea. And I haven't seen, I haven't seen anyone. I would have thought it'd be no. nice people doing this. Yeah, but I, I haven't know. seen any Christmas adverts yet. doing this yet. I yet. know. Or the, the sort of theme of the song, either. Yeah. I thought there'd be loads of these. Maybe because they're written so early in the year. Yeah. Because a lot of them are done so early that maybe next year they'll be like that. Yeah. So they have maybe we've stolen a march yeah, on our own. Because romans. they haven't. Because they've, they've, I'm pretty sure they record and write and edit them all. Really it's early on, like yeah. months in advance, months and months in advance, because yeah. they have they need to get it all out ready. Us on the other hand, we are massively behind schedule and slap punch. <laughs> yep. So we're still editing like three days before we release yeah. it. So the song's kind of finished, but we just got got to get the video done. Mm. But the song just to get it out there, so you know we haven't ripped anyone off. The song's called uh, "Merry Christmas." Brackets fuck off twenty twenty. <laughs> And I can't imagine M and S. Yeah, John Lewis <laughs> haven't gone with that. You know, no, I don't think it's in M and S's zone of terror. Yeah, but it's. Oh, well, but I can imagine like a band yeah. doing something like a punk band doing something Maybe, like that. But yeah. I don't know. It's not going to be exactly the same. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so, so, yeah, it's a good concept. I think. I think so. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's going. It's got a few gags in it, but it's not. It's not loads of gags. I'm hoping when you put it all together. Yeah. It'll it'll be an enjoyable experience. Yeah, it, you might not lol. Yeah, I don't think there'll be any lols in it. There might be a couple of lols. Yeah. There's this sort of shocking. <laughs> there might be a few. <laughs> a few titters. Yeah, a, t- a few tits. But could no, be a few but no titters. Lols. All tits, no lols. Yeah. That could be the yeah. the album title. Like if I had limitless, because I sort of toyed with the idea. I wrote a bunch of whole bunch of songs during the first lockdown. They weren't, I mean, sketches of songs really. If time wasn't an object. I didn't have kids. I'd have probably recorded them. As more. an album. Well, yeah, like just a sort of jokey attempt at an album. I'd have like made them recordings available rather than just like videos of me singing mm. them. But that was fun. You know, I, I like any opportunity we get to sort of dip our toe into music. Mm. That's, that's like probably my favourite thing about. It's one of the doing things what I we do. Think that. It's one of the areas I think that as a shop and a business we stand out from everyone else because I think we were t- it was us talking about this saying that that's the 
one of the things that we do that kind of is like what, i suppose a usp mm-hmm. so we're not just about flogging cloves and check this out check this out check this out buy this buy this we're there's more involved in what we do mm. i.e building community and obviously our mission but it's generally about music the music side of life the community side of things the bands the podcast i mean a lot of people do podcasts now so probably not that but just well, music not, in general not like, that many shops i imagine you don't get many shops or businesses yeah. doing music videos and that sort of stuff i wouldn't have thought so covering local bands doing original compositions oh, yeah that's, just, something, that's something we should mention yeah. speaking of us dipping our toes in music we uh we thought it'd be a good idea i mean we, you, we may be wrong <laughs> But we thought, since we made that playlist of Colchester bands, and we were like, this is really good. And so now we're going to take it a step further, and we're going to start covering the songs, just as a sort of little mm-hmm. tribute to how good we think the the local music scene is. I mean, they're not all kind of current bands either, but they are... Publishing, sorry. Oh, <laughs> Steve's working again. He just can't, he just can't stop. But yeah, so we've yesterday evening we recorded a cover, uh, first cover in this what's going to be what's intended to be a series of covers of Colchester bands. Uh, we should we we have to reveal what it is. You want to? Yeah. So we've we've Let's done a away. cover of uh, Rubber Jaws' masterpiece, in my opinion, "Feeling Funny," which when I listen to that playlist is probably my favourite song off that off that playlist, but. Who knows where we'll go next? But it's exciting, you know. We are ultimately frustrated musicians, so it's really... Let's get on the podcast, really, at some point. Yeah, we should, yeah. I don't know what they're up to now. I don't know where they are. Are they in Colchester? I don't don't know. I don't know anything about them. Robert Jaw, get in touch! Uh, But yeah, we we basically just like any opportunity to pick pick up the old guitar, sing the songs. Yeah. And I suppose it's hard, like, not to bring your ego into it and kind of... Yeah, this is an excuse to show off to show off and make people listen to us play. So we try not to take ourselves too seriously in that in that regard. But this this is you know yeah I try. This I was really, a heart a heartfelt yeah I, cover. Des- I desperately try to remember why we do it. Hmm. It's not a, shouldn't ever be about us. It's about other people and about the idea of like tribute to young bands and producing yeah. bands at the area and that's exactly. why we do this podcast. Yeah, we do talk about the business sometimes, but we also should. No, we remember us why we why we exist. Mm-hmm. For you, yeah, That's, yeah, you, yeah, Connor Finch, you, Lee Wakefield, you, Ed Pattle, <laughs> you, Michiko Kobayashi. Yeah. There are others. I'm just name checking a few there. Mm. Oh, who was it messing me saying I've been enjoying the podcast? Forgot now. Uh, well, Lee they, Wake- won't be, they won't be enjoying this one because it's <laughs> rambling crap. Well, you say that. Ben FM. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ben FM, of course. Ben Thompson. We need to listen to his playlist. Mm-hmm. Ben FM sent us a link to a playlist that he'd made of bands that we don't talk about. On uh, mm-hmm. He was very keen to point out there was no granddaddy and no midlake on the playlist. Yeah. Oh, I get the impression he thinks that's all the only two bands mm-hmm. that we talk about. We actually did listen to what's the band that I, I oh, saw? Yeah. They were called The High. The High. Yeah. Base, they released an album in 1990, like Manchester band, but they never quite made the cut. But the loads of people at the time, like journalists, reviewed the album. I forget what it's called now. Um, 
and said it was a lost, or they'd be saying now saying it was a lost classic, but it got loads of wicked reviews at the time. Yeah. Gave it a listen, but we don't really listen to it properly, do we? It was like in the background, really. Well, it's hard, it's hard when you're working and sort of talking to actually give you an album your full attention. Yeah. And even if I had been, like on a first listen, yeah, it's hard you to sometimes do. can't, you know, can't see the wood for the trees. Yeah. Or there's probably oh. a better metaphor for listening. Delia than I. Okay. Good work. You know what it's like when you hear an album? There's some absolute classic albums that I love now that when I heard them the first through first time through I was like yeah yeah meh yeah so often happens that then you, you hear it a second time you're like oh yeah I recognise that one mm-hmm. you hear it a third time you're like oh you start to recognise all of them and you're like you start to sing along a little bit that tends to be my journey with an album yeah you need to give it two or three listens don't yeah. you yeah but how, how, often, makes, how often do you do these days I like, never do well obviously the new do. album yeah. but how often do you Commit like when you go. I'm going to make an effort with this one, or some or a new band. You just go. Well, yeah. What would it take for you to give them? Yeah. If it, I said to you, you've got to keep listening to this album until you love it. Yeah. Would you? No, not because you said it, but because I just don't ever really listen to music that much. Mm. Like I, I don't listen. If I'm on my own, says Steve from the music podcast. <laughs> I often listen to. If I listen to one podcast a week, it's definitely not ours. <laughs> No, it's, um, I often listen to like okay. catch up with like James O'Brien or something on the radio. Yeah. Big, big up a bit more. Uh, oh yeah, sometimes I do. <laughs> if listen you weren't to new, ours. you'd listen to us, right? Yeah, no, I, would, yeah, I do sometimes listen to us because I like to know what. Just make sure that we haven't said anything racist. No, just we never. Well, do. we wouldn't. Of course, we would. But just make sure. Well, it's too late by then, isn't it? So do you not think like it's weird? It's like listen like to your poli- own political comment podcast. Do you not think that's extra noise in your head that you don't need yeah I just like to catch up sometimes and I'll, I'll be bored I'll get a bit annoyed by him sometimes but he talks over people doesn't he yeah I don't know people take it's the same it's this whole left versus everything. right thing and mm. I don't know it's like right versus left left versus right I <laughs> who knows the battle between your testicles yeah well I think you should listen to more music podcasts I feel like you yeah, maybe I should I mean I do sometimes I used to like I just don't know. It's hard. There's only so much time you've got, right? And like, yeah. I, if I walk the dog, I don't like to actually listen to anything now because I like to kind of try and walk mindfully. So I don't do it when I used to listen to podcasts. And on the car, driving to work, I listen to have the radio on. And again, I listen to talk radio. Do you not put? So I listen to loads of music, like that, but it's only whatever people are playing. So like today, yeah. for example, Freddie wanted to really put on Smooth FM. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. You've got questionable taste, that boy. Yeah, so we listened to lots of like stuff like um, Tina Turner, yeah, Lionel Richie, and Diana Ross. He loves that stuff, doesn't he? Phil Collins, etc., etc. Uh, the new Gary Barlow single, <laughs> which is an hell. absolute dog's dinner. Oh, jeez, what Christmasy? Yeah, I felt like it should have. Been, like it was trying to be Christmassy, but I, you know, I didn't get. But not like massive Christmas vibes. Yeah. Right, okay. Sounds a bit old codgery, really. Oh dear. Yeah. There you go, that's the sort of vibe you get there. <laughs> sort of new music but you, you know, there. When you cook it like you're cooking, say, you wouldn't put you got a, like a wireless speaker in your No. You wouldn't put an album on. Slavka listens to the radio but again Slavka's always got her for radio one. Right, okay. So it's like absolute radio or something. Mm-hmm. So Absolute nineties. Yeah, it's always like kind of I, that's I what, imagine that's it what must Rocks be, has on. Because it's always like every single tune you know is like yep. Kings of Leon or something or Casabian. Yep. That's Actually, probably absolute naughties. Not Casabian anymore. But you know Cancels. that sort of stuff, the killers or something. Yeah, I, well, it sounds like yeah, rocks has the similar. It's yeah. like mainly mainstream rock stuff. Mm. 
but it's like indie rock. Yeah. You often hear Dakota by Stereophonics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. That's, Use somebody. So, then it's not. We are, I mean, we're 40, but it's not. Just, just doesn't enter into. Well, maybe we should start listening to more XFM or something in the warehouse. Six music. Six maybe. music, yeah. Mm. But, well, like I've been saying recently, it's like the music podcasts I'm listening to, they're not talking about new music necessarily, mm. but there's plenty of old music that you mm. that we don't know. Yeah. Just don't get time. Like, we've done this, because, like, you know, you answer, go home after this, edit this, yeah. that's, that's tonight done, and then you just walk in a dog or whatever, or, you know, just time just well, seems just to stay like, If I was here, I'd like, you know, I was I'd like to, when Slucker's moaning at me. Just put my sure. headphones in. But when you walk the dog, you want a nice. I, know, I like to walk just mindfully now. Oh, okay. So I, let, I kind of like. So you're not into sort of blocking out. No, I try to walk. I try and walk like breathing in and out my nose and listening to the walk. Sounds a bit rubbish, but like the wind and like the birds. Mm-hmm. Nature. Yeah. And well, often, there's nothing wrong with that. But often, like, for example, I walk. Now I've alleged I have a dog walker, so I don't get very far before I know someone, and then you can't just ignore them, so you have to kind of talk and okay. then. It's like a little community, I guess. Yeah. Because I'm, I've asked for, a, I keep getting over the ear headphones for Christmas, but mm. shit ones okay. that break. Okay. So I asked for a, a good, decent pair okay. this Christmas. So that like nothing. Well, <laughs> probably nothing I like more than putting like a good pair of headphones mm. on, going for a walk, and then you get. You but get you walk on your own with the kids and, and stuff. Yeah. Well, I, well, I don't get very often, but mm. you know, every other week I'll have one day off in the week when the kids are at school. Mm. You know, so like once a fortnight, I'll get. I usually go on a bike ride and. And it's dangerous to listen, have your headphones on, but I'm usually off road, so it's mm. fine. And there's, oh, it's literally my favourite. It's, it's, it's brilliant. And that's the time to, that's how I've got into any al- new albums that I've listened to recently. On your push bike? On my push bike, listening to music, going through woods, mm. that kind of thing. It's the best. Here you are, I would do. If I'm working in a shop on my own and it's quiet in the morning, I'll put an album on sometimes. Yeah. If someone's recommended me something, or. So like, I've been listening to like Idols and that sort of stuff. Mm hmm. It's quite like I know it's a bit yeah. punky. It's not my normal cover tea, but no, I like I enjoy what they've got to say. I like I'm the message. Kind of, yeah. yeah, I'm on board with them. So it's very sometimes I put an album on there. If someone's if someone said listen to that, and I give it a few listens. Like yeah. if I'm in the shop for a few days, sometimes sometimes I listen to Rage Against the Machine because <laughs> you're bloody angry. Yeah, it's <clears throat> fair enough. Other times I'll listen to um, yoga music or something in the morning. Oh yeah, did you find that? Actually helps. No, it's really annoying up. after a while. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Might as well be in a spa. Yeah, but it's alright. It's nice to have like sometimes if people are burst. studying or something in mm-hmm. here, I'll put it on for them. Do you ask? Do you say? Would you like some? No, I just, just do it. And I just say I'll just put some yoga music on for you. Guys. I tend to give them control of the. Yeah. Not if they're studying, but if they're if there's a couple of them with mates, I I give them. I let them DJ. I think people like the like the power. Mm-hmm. Well, people like to sort of show off their. Cool taste, don't they? Yeah, true, true, true. Well, cool. I, think, I think that's a good ramble. Yeah. So, uh, it has been a bit rambly, but we're, so. But next week we got we got a guest. We've got we? a guest. Yeah, he's a manager of a studio and some bands. I think. Well, at least one band. Brit Ray. Is it Brit Ray? No, it's it's near there, but I don't think it, it is. wasn't Brit Ray. It's not Matrix, is it? No, I, forgot I can't what it's remember. Called. But it's in London. Well, he's the, yeah, he's the sort of PR for a studio, I think, and he manages. A band who are from around these parts. So look forward to that. Uh, uh, recommendation of the week: Tom Veck, who is a uh, guy that we supported back in the day. He releases an album every sort of five years. He's released another album, 
I've only I've had it a couple of times through. But it's one of those I think it feel like he's one of those artists that doesn't really he kind of falls through the cracks. He doesn't he didn't sort of seem to fit in with any scene so people don't really remember him, but he he's this is his fourth album. That's mental, fourth album. Yeah, since yeah. there's four albums in twenty, I, I 20 got, years. Basically. I got a Coldplay sounds a bit. I got a bit of a Coldplay vibe with that first, like the first two or three tracks in it, like the music of it, the sort of crashy. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like rocky drums, but like kind of quite synthy, like quite layered. Obviously not his vocals, but like the music. Yeah. Well, there you go, rocky Coldplay ones. If you like Talking Heads meets Coldplay, mm. Tom Vec might be the man for you. But his new album's called, I think it's called Symbols, mm. and yeah, he's specky. He's, a, yeah, he's a, aware of spectacles. I don't know if he still is. He's he's nice, now. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't seen him. Well, that's like he disappeared for five years at the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Tom Vec, look him up. Uh, enjoy his new album. Thank you for listening. And speak to you next week, okay? Yeah, proper one next week. Goodbye! Bye.